Do you wish you had reliable whole food plant-based meals that were quick, simple, and actually tasted good? Would you like to find your new favorite healthy drinks, snacks, and desserts that make you smile big? Then you're going to love the Power on Plants cookbook. Inside, you'll find our family's favorite recipes that give us more time, more energy, and more joy every single day. Our clients taste tested these recipes and have given their rave reviews. And then I gathered them all up into one delicious collection just for you. Rich Alfredo sauce, creamy tomato soup, tasty burgers, mouth-watering dressings, nacho cheese sauce, brownie batter hummus, and so many more. You no longer have to choose between healthy and delicious. Grab your cookbook and all the current bonuses at poweronplants.com forward slash cookbook today. That's poweronplants.com forward slash cookbook. We both work full time and we homeschool all of our children. So for us and for other busy women out there that just don't have time to do that, I want you to know there is a way to make this work. You know, they asked that question and I started thinking about it and I said, you know, I don't spend any more than you're listening to the Smarter Healthy Living podcast, where we firmly believe that getting healthy should never feel like torture. We're your host, Jared and Anita Roussel. We're college sweethearts and health professionals who help you redefine what getting healthy looks like using a whole food plant-based lifestyle. It's time to hear from the experts and learn the best tips and tricks that helped others get beyond the overwhelm to create a vibrant life they love. If you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, you're in the right place. So pull up a virtual chair, grab your matcha latte, and let's get started. Well, it is time for another fun-filled episode of Smarter Healthy Living. You got something special planned? Well, I know we've got some great information for this particular episode. No, I'm talking about fun-filled. Fun-filled. What's well, fun-filled? Well, it's fun-filled every it episode. It is fun-filled every time. I just you thought just, you might have some party supplies, no, a little, you know, the perp, the little. No, it's blower. usually just spontaneous <laughs> merriment, merriment or mirth or something like that. But uh oh, uh oh. But no. But anyway, welcome to this podcast episode. If you are new, welcome. We are thrilled to have you with us. And if this is not your first time, thank you so much for coming back and spending some time with us. We love hanging out with you. And we want to share with you today, you know, I am in this group and somebody asked this question this week about how long does it take you to prep meals? Because I'm really overwhelmed because I'm spending all this time doing food prep to whole food, eat whole food plant-based. And I just want to know, is this normal? Like, how long does it take people? And this is one of the things that lights me up because I want people to understand how simple this can be. Listen, do not let yourself get overwhelmed with the food prep and all this stuff. When you start thinking about meal planning, your mind goes to, you've got three slots for each day minimum, and you got to put a meal in for each slot, and you got to fill up 30 days approximately, and then you got to fill up a whole year. Or you've got to buy some meal plan that you don't like the food that's on it. And, and then you're going to have these weirdo ingredients that you've got to go buy. And then and you maybe only use just a small portion of it. Realize I didn't really like that anyway. And then it sits in the back of your pantry for five years until you move. You carry it to the next house and then realize <laughs> it's 10 years past you and then you throw it away. Yeah. Or that has never happened to never, us. Never. I promise mm-hmm. it has never happened. No. <laughs> or what if you use it for that one recipe and 
it only calls for a portion and you're left with three quarters of the jar of this stuff. You don't know what to do with it and it ends up going bad. So you've wasted money, you wasted your time and it's frustrating. And I think that's one of the biggest hurdles that people face because you come into this, you don't know how to eat it. And you're spending all this time trying to figure it out. And you're getting cookbooks that the recipes don't taste good or they take hours to prepare. Or you think you've got to do some big meal planning fiasco that's an all-day meal plan because you see people on YouTube doing this, right? Oh, I prep all my meals and I prep it all day long. Well, there's nothing wrong with food prepping. And if you like that and all your kids are grown and all you want to do is spend all day in the kitchen, great. We've got four kids. We both work full-time and we homeschool all of our children. So for us and for other busy women out there that just don't have time to do that, I want you to know there is a way to make this work. You know, they asked that question and I started thinking about it and I said, you know, I don't spend any more than 30 minutes on average in the kitchen unless I just want to be there. And sometimes not even that. I mean, sometimes it's five or 10 minutes in preparation. Now, of course, we're probably using an instant pot for that particular recipe, but you throw it in there, you put the lid on, hit go and... No, instant pot's huge. And then you add in the Nutribullet or the um, The Vitamix, Vitamix, you know, a great blender that's just going to pulverize everything. That's huge. And then if you add in something like um, not a maybe a Cuisinart, but we don't have a Cuisinart. We have a Breville, the sous chef. We love the sous chef. So basically it does a lot of the work for you and the cleanup's really quick and easy. And then you've got the cleanup. I'm giving extra tips here, but if you've got methods to save you from cleanup, Like you're no longer using oil. I want you to wrap your head around that for a minute. I'm not using oil anymore. My food tastes good. And I'm not all sluggish and bogged down because I'm not eating the sluggish bogged down food, right? My joints aren't hurting anymore so I can move faster. I can cook faster. I don't have to wipe down everything and get oil off of it. Off of my stove. That is huge. Oh, yeah. Off my cabinets. And I don't have the meat. So there's not the constant worry about salmonella or these other things. Yeah. So now... It's just so different. That frees you up. We clean our kitchen, but we don't ever really feel like we have to disinfect it. It's not the same. Yeah, it's It's just just not the same. So all of those things free up your time, make you less stressed. And and if you have the right tools and the right things, I mean, I use things that just make cleanup so easy. We're not going to get into all that because we're sharing with you five specific ways that we had in mind already gave you some extra stuff. I always do that because I love teaching and showing you this stuff because I want you to know, and Jared wants you to know, this should not be difficult. If it's difficult, then you're on the wrong path. You've got the right tool. You're in the right place because you're looking for plant-based, right? But but you need a system. You need a strategic system that's going to show you how to simply make this work in real life. I'm just saying like this is because real that's life. what you're living yeah. is real life. Welcome to your life. How do I make how do you make this work? Well, this is how number one, you need to know how to stock your pantry, your pantry, what's in there is going to determine a huge portion of what you eat. Okay, if it's there, you're going to eat it. If it's not there, you're not going to eat it. Now, we're not going to get into whether everybody in your household is eating whole food plant-based or not, because in reality, sometimes they're not, and there are ways to deal with that. There are. But but what we want you to know is get your pantry stocked right for you. At least have those things in there that are going to set you up for success. And there are ways that you can stock it that just will work. It's great. You've got to get the good stuff in there. Well, and if you don't have the right foods there, then you just, you don't have what you need. It'd be like a carpenter going to work without a hammer. 
Yeah. Uh, I mean, how are they going to drive a nail? They don't That's have the point. things that they need. Great point. So you've got so you, to be able to have those tools that you need to set yourself right, up. For and get success. those right foods. Right. And those because, are the... Well, we, and we want to make this quick. So if you have the right things on hand, oh, and, there, so and there will be a faster. lot of things that you use on a regular basis, it's just right there. You just open the door, you grab it, boom, you go. I mean, it's just, it's in my mind. We say it all the time, but plant-based joy. You know, what we teach, we call it plant-based 2.0. This isn't your typical run-in-the-mill whole food plant-based because what happens in that is, number one, sometimes the unhealthy stuff's really taught or kept in there and it's not, it's not kept out. But what really makes what we teach different is these systems that we help you put into place. But also the other thing is, Usually it's just about the recipes. I mean, you're looking at people who teach whole food plant-based and it's recipe, 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 which is great. We totally believe in recipes. Actually, that's one of the points we're about to get to here. And we believe you've got to have the right ones because Lord knows I struggled with finding a good source of recipes. I mean, do you remember like we would try stuff and it would be bland and I'd be going, something is missing here. I mean, we're all about the flavor. It's got to taste good. Are you that way? Like it really, our food's got to taste good. It's got to be quick and it's got to be easy, but it's got to taste good or it's just, we all leave disappointed. So. Well, that's where the enjoyment comes from. I mean, how you feel, obviously, but at, at the moment you want it to be an experience. You want it to look good, smell good, taste good. Have your family around you. Enjoy the conversation. But what's going to happen if it doesn't taste good? You're never going to want to eat that well, thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's not going to last long term. And not only that, if it's not quick, you're not going to want to do it because you're going to dread the amount of time that you have to spend as well. So we're talking about keeping your pantry stock. Super important. Got to learn how to do that. That's point number one. Point number two, we're back to what I just said. You need a simple cookbook with go-to recipes that don't have a list of ingredients that you could do jump rope with. You know, I say that sometimes when we go shopping because... I like to shop and keep things kind of stocked up and we have a family of six. And so sometimes we'll buy things and I'm thinking, you know, I hope they stop ringing up soon because, you know, it'd be different if there were just two of us, but you don't need recipes that have that long of a list. You don't want recipes that have that kind of thing. You want to be fully stocked and ready for your go-tos, but you've got to have a cookbook that just has like, I think ours is an average of eight, maybe. Something like ingredients, that. something like that. Sometimes more, and we're not hating on longer recipes. If you love that and you enjoy that experience of being in there and cooking and that whole culinary experience, especially if exactly. you're doing it with your family. But again, you want to have in your arsenal some quick, easy recipes that are delicious, fuel your body well. Just like Anita says all the time, you want foods that love you back. Mm-hmm. And so, and they've got to be quick and go to. You need the quick go to recipes that taste great that you can pull into your, um, well, put onto your plate really fast, but pull into your arsenal of the meals that you're just going right. to use over and over again. So, you need to get your pantry stocked. You've got to have that simple cookbook that's go to, maybe more than one is good too. Um, but then it's just not about only the recipes, like we just said. So here are the other things you've got to do, okay? You need to build food formulas. You've got to learn how to do this. These are meals that don't require recipes. I'm talking about things like bowls, 
Do yes, you, that's one of our favorites. Oh, I mean, there's so many of these, but we're just going to name a few today because I don't want to overwhelm you. And I want you to learn how to make just a couple. When you're first getting started, you've got to start getting your go-tos. Once you have a couple, add a few more. So think about things like, uh, like we just said, the bowls, grain bowls. There are a bazillion different ways you can put those together. I mean, think of all the different grains there are. We're not just talking about rice. Yeah, there's I mean, so much more than just there's rice. There's quinoa. There's well, barley. There's, there's, there's different there's kinds of rice. But there's there's yes. all kinds of different things that you can use. So look up the different grains. Get your base. And then any kind of vegetables. And we love having some type of potato because think about stick to your ribs food. Potatoes are amazing. All kinds, well, you sweet all sweet potatoes colors. many times. Right. And then a good sauce, herb it up, get all those herbs on there. Go back and listen to our episodes about herbs and sauces. Got to have the flavor or you're not going to enjoy it. And just me thinking right now, we could easily make an Asian themed bowl or we can make a Tex-Mex Mexican style bowl. Oh, you're leading into one of my next things, I think, right? This is one of our next things we're about to talk about. I don't remember which one was next, but if I let into it, go with it. I think you did. So it's building a simple meal plan. Now, I'm not talking about meal plans that would just overwhelm you. You know, you think about meal planning and you think, no. I mean, honestly, I'm just going to tell you, I almost broke out in hives before we started doing this. Every time I hear somebody talking about meal plans, I did not want to do meal plans. Not a meal planner, girl. Okay. But I'm telling you, this is a different type of meal plan. Are you having fun and getting some helpful tips today? Then please leave mom and dad a review because they love getting to know you more. Friend, we hope you're enjoying this episode as much as we love sharing it with you. It's our prayer that it's inspiring you and filling you with hope. If so, would you stop right now and share this podcast with another woman who's been praying for a health breakthrough? It would be a huge blessing to us if you'd take a few seconds to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts too. And now... Back to the episode. Well, I think the problem with, or a potential problem with meal plans could be that you have these 21 for the week new recipes that you aren't necessarily familiar with. You don't know if you have the ingredients. And then you look at it like, oh, no, I don't have this. And it's that same whole Mm -hmm. process we were talking about earlier. But what about if you ordered like a box that was filled with meal plans and the stuff to go in it? It's still, you don't know if you're going to like the recipes. You never tried them before. You spent all the money and now you're going to spend all the time. And a lot of times it's just disappointing. I mean, you leave it disappointed in the end. But all the planning, all the prep, and most people are trying to pull it off on their own. And that's also can be very frustrating. But it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be. So we're going to give you one simple way to pull together meals. This is the first step, okay? This is just the first step. So what you want to start doing is thinking about themes. This is a very simple way to start your meal plans. So make yourself a set theme for one week. So a lot of people on Mondays, they'll do Meatless Monday. Now for us... That's every day. That's every day. So we do meatless months. (laughs) Meatless meatless months, meatless years. Yeah, so... What you want to do is think of just a theme, and it doesn't matter what's on what day. Just write it down. Write or or it down. start with the types of foods that you like. Exactly. Maybe write that down and then 
plug those into certain days. So didn't you just mention Mexican food when yes. we started into this? So let's say Monday's Mexican. Okay. So we can start really general like that. So you know it's Mexican. So then you just write down one food, whatever you're going to do. Are you going to do taco salad? Is it going to be a burrito? That's it. And then you're on to the next day. We're just talking about the main meal for that day. It's either going to be your lunch or your dinner, whatever your main meal is. All right. So then the next day, maybe it's, we don't know, maybe you want to do sandwiches. Maybe you want to do, this is even more specific. Like instead of just American food, maybe you would write um, those classic American dishes, right? Maybe you would write something specific like sandwich day. And so you're going to think of just a couple of the different veggie toppings and veggie fillings that or you want to put on your sandwich. to put on the bread. The sauces, absolutely. Or the type of bread you would want to use. Exactly. And it's that simple. And so you just jot down your idea for that day. Move on. And then you go back and you just make sure that those are things that you have in your pantry. And when I say your pantry, also your fridge. Maybe your freezer. I don't know what you take out of your freezer for a sandwich. Probably not. If you know Probably not anything. a sandwich. Well, I don't know. Bread. I mean, <laughs> yeah, we, we get Ezekiel bread, so okay. that we do keep that frozen. <laughs> you got it. You got it. Exactly. So this is the thing. You can start with it as general as the type of food like Mexican, or you could do on Mondays, that would be your taco day, or it could be burrito day for that week. So you can go a little bit more specific, still not overwhelming, but you know what you're doing. Literally, this could take you 10 minutes. Maybe even less if you just sat there and just brainstormed it all. There's no right or wrong way to do this. I would try to vary the types of foods I have within it as I look back over the week. I well, just to make say, sure you're getting a good variety of the always, different food types. Exactly. You nailed it. Get a great variety of foods. That's it. So that's how simple that step can be. I mean, milk planning can be that simple. It really does not have to be overwhelming. And I think the beauty of that is that it gives you some sense of direction without locking you into one specific food. Like if you always just do regular spaghetti one night, or you mentioned tacos, always just do a regular, the same exact taco. Vary it up. I mean, you've got soft shell, hard shell, you can do black bean tacos, you could do cauliflower tacos. I mean, just so many different things. You had mentioned Absolutely. too, not not on you know in the podcast here, but previously have mentioned wraps, like a wrap Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Right. There's so many different things. That's kind of like a taco, but so many different ways you could do that. Absolutely. I mean, but you could use a different wrap on the outside. Exactly. Right? So you've not got just collars, a tortilla, lettuce, but whatever. Yes. Yeah. So there are a lot of different ways you could do that. And then the next step in meal planning, you want to just nail that down and start doing that until you're comfortable. And then we teach people how to, to make weeks. So the first thing you do is you're going to start making your set weeks. And there's a way that you can do that and pull it into months very easily, very quickly. So then you've got your set weeks that you pull into months over the year and boom, meal planning done. It is really that simple. It's a drag and drop thing that is just really easy to do. So first of all, just think about in general, we don't want to overwhelm you right now. We just want you to think about how to do this simple, easy meal planning of categories categories. That's it. And think of things you want to try. Pull in some new recipes of some very simple things that you want to try and start building those food formulas of things like bowls. How would I do that? Or different type. One day could be a salad day. Different types of salads you can make. Things like that. Those are your food formulas, right? Got to learn those. So to recap, we're going to get the pantry stocked well, okay? And then 
we're going to, what was the next one? Do you remember? I do not. I'm quizzing you. Oh, I'm going to fail this. I think I'm still stuck on Rap Wednesday. (laughs) (laughs) You're hungry now, aren't you? (laughs) Well, I wasn't before we started talking, but you're making me a little peckish. All right. So I'm going to tell you. Simple cookbook recipes. Uh, You got to have a cookbook that has easy recipes, great ingredients, easy to find, tastes good, on the table quick. That's why I wrote the cookbook because we just got frustrated and we couldn't find what we were looking for. And um, then to build those food formulas, those things that don't require a recipe, you need to have a bunch of those in your back pocket. I mean, we, really, we I mean, use I'm that a lot. Real life, we're running out the door. We're going. We're going picnicking. We're going to the park. We're going swimming for the summer. It's summertime. You need family time together, and you can have that in the kitchen. That's another way to spend time together get, and save time doing your meals. Get and, kids involved, but. Seriously, but just to give you a peek into uh, a peek through the window in our our lives, that's pretty much how she cooks is using the food formulas. She gets something, mm-hmm. she says, "Wow, I really like that. I need to put that in the cookbook." You know, then eat- she has to make it about a half dozen <laughs> times to kind of to fine tune the the recipe. I'm picky. I am picky. once she gets it recorded. She goes back to food formulas. <laughs> and then what do I do if I'm not using food formulas? I open up our cookbook. Seriously, I use our cookbook all the yeah. time because those are go-to family tried and true favorites. I mean, I've perfected those. I've worked on them over and over again. They've tested them. They've tried them. Friends and family have tried them and given us the thumbs up. Otherwise, they wouldn't be in the cookbook. So what do I do? I grab the cookbook if I want to cook a recipe. Otherwise, I'm pulling the food formulas out of my back pocket or we're doing theme night. Because the truth is, if you reach the end of your day, it's been a crazy day. It's 5 p.m. and you're going, what's for dinner? Now you're stressed, which isn't good for your health. Now you don't know what you're making. And so you're frantic trying to figure it out. You're asking your husband, you're asking your kids and they're saying, well, you're saying, what do you want? And what are they saying? Whatever you want. And you're thinking, well, I ask you because I didn't know I need some input here, right? So really, this happens. This is reality. So I don't you know wanna... what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, I've never done want. that before in my life. I know, but you're at a point where you need answers. Well, if you have that little go-to sheet or just those food formulas that you know and your pantry stocked with the items you need to create them, right? Or you've got the go-to recipes that you know are easy that you can whip out a batch of whatever it is in 30 minutes, right? Or you can easily throw together a veggie soup or a um, a sauce to go on pasta to make fettuccine alfredo. Or what are some other things in the cookbook? Oh, like that, the bolognese the sauce. Yeah. The spaghetti with the bolognese sauce, we love that too. Or, I mean, oligobi. So what do you do? You cut up the um, cauliflower and the potatoes and you throw them in a sauce and bake them, mix them together, it's done. I mean, these are the kind of things that we're talking about here. So it's it's really got to be simple. And you've got to have all the things that you need in your pantry. But once you get these things set up, you know your food formulas, you've got your go-to cookbook, you know how to make it simple, how to plan out those general meals for yourself. And then you can go the next level and have your weekly meals you're not thinking about meal planning anymore in the oh. traditional sense. It is gone. It's tossed out in the trash, never to come back again. 
Now, again, like Jared said, if you love to meal prep and that's your thing and you want to spend all day and you've got the time, that is awesome. Go for it. I'm so proud of you. So excited for you. Do it because there's not really a wrong way to do that, right? Except if you have the time, there's not a wrong way. Just do that. But what works for people who are really busy are the things we've shared with you today. Put these things into practice because you can listen to podcast after podcast. What have we got now? Like 90 episodes This out? is actually episode number 90. Okay. 90 episodes. We're 10 away from 100. You can go back and listen to a lot of stuff that's going to help you out. Or you could just build the bank of information that you have and nothing will ever change. Today is your day. Pick one thing. Pick one thing from this podcast that you learned and go and apply it. And just wait and see when you get more fruits and vegetables and whole grains and nuts and seeds and legumes in your life, things will start to change. I'm telling you, we've experienced it. Our clients experience it again and again. And we cannot wait to hear from you about how things are changing in your life, too. We are thrilled for you. Can't wait to hear from you. Take a moment to leave a review before you go. It means a lot to us because it helps others find our episodes and helps them to get started on their journey to healing as well. We look forward to hanging out with you again next time on Smarter Healthy Living.